Welcome to Santos Brothers Eat, food worth mentioning. Where Chef Jeff and his brother Kenny talk about their amazing adventures eating and tasting food that is so incredible, they have got to just share it with the world. My mouth is salivating already. All right, so this is Kenny Santos along with my brother Chef Jeff, and together we are your favorite Filipino foodies, otherwise known as Santos Brothers Eats. And this week we finally visited some place. Well, it's a place we visited before, but uh, just in, under different circumstances. Where did we go? So we went to one back to one of our favorite places, uh, Streets Night Market Scarborough location. But this time we went after dark and it's their, what they call the night market. And uh, we thought this before, um, usually night markets in the summertime in Toronto, major cities, it's usually an Asian thing. There's a lot of Asian food available, especially stinky tofu, uh, uh, grilled squid, takoyaki, you know, anything Asian unusual, it's, it's the night market. But with the pandemic, they haven't had that many night markets at all. But Street Eats decided to go ahead and make their own night market. Um, it's not just Asian, it's a whole set of uh, different international foods. And in fact, some weekends they actually have um, a weekend set aside, for example, the Caribbean or uh, Eastern uh, Mediterranean. So this one was just a regular night market. And uh, yeah, they have their own Instagram page as Ken is showing up around called Eats Night Market. Absolutely. So, you know, this is all an off branch of Street Street Eats Market that we visited many, many times. And so, as Jeff said, it is at the Scarborough location. Yeah, the Scarborough That's Town it. Center location. So all uh, all the vendors were there, but we were under the impression, weren't we under the impression, Jeff, that they were going to be there at seven? Yeah, that's what we thought yeah. too. We um, so it was myself, Ken, Diana, and we invited Dylan and Mark as well to come down. We said, you know, let's be there for seven, just when it opens, because that's what we thought too that it'd be open at seven. But uh, Ken, uh, Dylan, and Mark got there around six, six-ish or so, and we thought, oh, he's there early, but they were able to go straight in and uh, see some of the, the the trucks right away. Yeah, so to clarify, Street Eats Market, which you know you might be familiar with if you've listened to this podcast before, they're there just there seven days a week, mm -hmm. and the they they usually close. I think they close. Maybe it says here somewhere, but yeah. they they close. They're not open for the evening. Uh, basically, how it works, right? That yeah, right. They, they 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 close at seven, but uh, Monday to Sunday close at seven. However. Friday to Sunday, they also have the night market. So some of those food trucks that were there, they were there since noon, mm -hmm. and then they stayed until nighttime. And I, I don't think there's a closing time for the night market. I think it's just till late. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And because uh, we were surprised that some of the foods had run out of food, or some of the food trucks had run out of food by like eight o'clock or nine o'clock. That's like, right. They just opened. And this is like, the Friday. <laughs> Yeah. So we thought, okay, so they, sh they should be well stocked, but yeah, some places were already closed and done. We're like, what? I thought yes. they were going to reopen or something. Yeah. So it makes a lot more sense to realize, well, they were actually there since 12. Yeah. You know, we thought they would be there since seven, but they were there since 12. So when you're there, just so, just so that you know that that's kind of what it looks like. And let me just pull this up here. And so actually I should do it. Maybe I'll do it this way. There we go. And so when mm. we got to Street Eats Market, this is one of the signs. It's right there. Good vibes, good eats. Yep. Oh, and they even says Scarborough Town Center. Didn't notice that part there. You oh, see there that, Jeff? Yeah. 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 So Look it's one that. of those situations where, you know, 
it just it's outdoors right um and then both my brother and i were double vaxxed mm -hmm. uh but you know they ask you to wear your masks unless you are sitting at a table eating that's is that right. how it is jeff right you yeah that's just, how it is yeah. like beforehand street eats they would just be a grab and go but because uh cases are lowering and we're in stage three right now they have some tables set up and it's all outside but they recommend that you wear your mask while you're on the premises or waiting in line and, and don't take them off until you start eating absolutely and so we went to a number of different places didn't we jeff where's the yeah. first place that we want the to first, talk about at least yeah the first one was called uh eats middle of food truck um mm. they as soon as you walk in i think they're one of the first stands and they have that big that right there middle of sign on there and yeah. because we are your favorite filipino foodies we made a beeline right to that uh that banner right there and yes. to see what they have yeah so i ended up now we don't have a picture of their menu now do we jeff let me just double um, check i i think we do yeah check the pictures i think diana took a picture of the menu um but uh, um, there's that, well, this that, not yeah. really but that's all we have like, i'm looking at it there we don't have anything else really that's right yeah but if you look right front and center what's there it's oh, that the, that's the bullet yeah they did have bullet available mm -hmm. i think it was like three bucks for one egg or something like that yeah. i can't remember the exact price but I almost ended up getting that i wanted to get the sea sig poutine right i mean just the sound of that and mm -hmm. jeff why don't you remind you know for our friends that aren't Filipino or they don't remember, you know, don't know what Sisig is. What is Sisig? Sisig traditionally is the pig face. And like we said before, most Asian countries, they use the entire um, carcass, either a cow, pig or whatever. And the Filipinos, what they've done with the pig face, they've taken the skin off and any meat attached to it. They slice it very, very thin, cooked it up with some uh, very, very vegetables, especially some hot peppers and onions. And then it comes in a sizzling pan. And then when they serve it to the customer, they just crack an egg on top. Um, so it's cooking while it's still sizzling in front of the customer. And it's one of those uh, sort of nights uh, drinking, like, uh, like they're, they're their version of, of pub food because you eat it while you're drinking and it's just a good time overall. Absolutely. And so Cici, it, it's, it's yummy. It sounds kind of weird because it is pig face, but you know, it, it is something that I really, really enjoy. I think Jeff likes it as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And trust us, Sig Sig here in, in North America usually isn't pig face. They just take like extra fat. They, or they may have pig face. You never know. But you know, it's one of those things where it's like it's it's there. We'll use it up. Yeah, and sometimes they may not even use pig. They may just use chicken skin. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Chicken skin, Sig Sig Sig. Well, that's good too. That's good. I mean, just think of just just the skin that's fried on the chicken. I mean, well, actually, good? if you look at the top right corner, they do have chicken skin, and we yeah. did buy a small package. Yeah, we bought that. Um, it, it, it was pretty good. Just think of like like, like uh, pork rinds, but chicken skin rinds. Yeah, I don't think we have a picture of. No, we it. didn't take a picture yeah. of that. Unfortunately, not. So they did have the the uh, the CC poutine listed, but when I finally got to the front of the line, they didn't have it. No, right? they didn't. But what they had instead was the CC nachos. CC nachos. Remember that, okay. Jeff? Yes. Yeah. And so I'll have a picture. I'll show a picture. And if, I, I just got to warn you guys, it presents really, really well when you guys mm -hmm. have a peek at this. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, that is a Seasig Nachos. I'm not entirely sure. Besides the Seasig, I don't know what else is on it besides, you know, some chopped up onion. Yeah. What else do we cabbage. see here, Jeff? Cabbage, yeah. Cabbage. And they, they, they use Doritos, so the nachos, yeah. so a little a bit of a flavor boost. 
Um, looks, I, orange sauce could be a hot sauce. I didn't find it that spicy. Mm-hmm. And probably just the QP mayo, the Japanese sweet mayo on it as well. Ah, QP. And so uh, besides being a Japanese sweet mayo, is there anything else you want to say about that? Because a lot of people may have never heard of that. Uh, to be honest, that's all I know about QP mayo. I, I ah. know it's the Japanese version of, of mayonnaise, but they just make it a bit more sweeter. That It's almost like... Um, like uh, sauce, maybe? Miracle Whip. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah like I dressing, that. as, as they call it. So it's not now, mayo. Now, is that something that someone could pick up at an Asian grocery store? Oh, somewhere? yeah. Yeah, it comes yeah. in a little cute little bottle. I think there's a little picture of a bear on the bottle itself. And just ask for the QP mayo. And yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll understand right away what you, what you want. Pretty good meal here. It was mm-hmm. one of those things, unlike regular nachos that usually have cheese on it. And I, you know, me and my brother, we love cheese. But the problem with nachos and cheese is that you pick up one nacho and like the whole plate kind of comes with you. you yeah, know? it does. And so, that wasn't a problem here. You'd pick up a nacho and then um, we actually had a fork on the side. And so you'd have a nacho. Let's say I pick this one up on the bottom and then I could put some of the sisig or some of the goodies on top. Right. I really enjoyed this. I wish I had the poutine, but it just wasn't available. Yeah. But, you know, at least we had this. So yeah. I was pretty happy with that. I, it, it tasted good. My only issue was that they heated the sisig in a microwave. Um, yeah. Instead of like in, a, in a frying pan, like... They, they do sell barbecue there at, at, this, at this food vendor, and they had a barbecue set up. So when you had your barbecue, they had some already par, par cooked, so they just put in the barbecue to reheat. Um, but you, and it, it, it is a charcoal barbecue, but, you know, I, I think to me, like reheating anything in the microwave at a, at a food truck is like, yeah, really? You know, they could set a small burner up somewhere, you know, and do the same process. So at least it's a bit more... And, and, in a microwave, things get softer. At least in a frying pan, when you do something sautéing, there's a better chance of getting more crispness, especially out of, out of fat and skin. Yeah, yeah it, it, because this seasick was chewy, and I didn't even think about that, that they that they heated reheated in a microwave. It would have yeah. been nice if, even if they had like a flat top, like on top of their grill or something, that yeah. they could just throw it on really quick, and it wouldn't take them a lot long to do, No, you know, because the, the grill's already on. And so maybe they didn't have the grill space to do that, or, or if they just put a frying pan on top of that, or something like that. Yeah. I mean, like even yeah, cast iron, like an eight inch. Yeah, or keep something always hot, and it's yeah. always ready to go. They could just throw that on real quick. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And so, um, before we go, I want to say we. This is the. Oh okay, yeah, that's the so, seasig. Yeah. That's the chicken skin, and I forgot yeah. what you got, Jeff, because I did. So eat we got. It. Uh, I mentioned before we got takiyaki, um, which is octopus. basically. Octopus in a batter. Uh, it's one of Diana's favorites. Unfortunately, this is also microwaved. Like we've seen takoyaki being freshly made at other various uh, Asian events, night market events. And we were hoping that this would be one of the places. And unfortunately, um, we ordered it and we were talking to something and all of a sudden we saw something go in the microwave. And I was looking around for the takoyaki maker and there wasn't any. And we realized, oh, they're microwaving it. And um, it, it was a frozen takoyaki, and they just reheated it. It's, so for us, it wasn't one of the best takoyakis that we've had. But, you know, it was one of those things where we already ordered it, so let's just eat it. But I must say the chicken skin, even though it was already made and prepackaged, it was good. Like it was still crispy. Uh, and, and, of course, you can't go wrong with chicken skin. Oh, yeah, the chicken skin was way good. I remember uh, giving that to our parents afterwards because we didn't finish <laughs> it up. It was kind of greasy, so we gave it to them. They loved it. Oh, of course. And this is interesting is that it's called Eats Manila Street Food. My 
I was actually talking with my brother and I said uh, that my receipt, I don't know if Jeff noticed his receipt, but it actually had a different name and the, the place, uh, sorry, the name on the receipt was the MB place to be. I actually quoted you differently, Jeff. Ah, okay. Yeah. So MB place to be actually just found them. Just there now. they are. Actually, here's a Yelp page at least. Mm-hmm. And so either they're the, the food truck or, or there's some sort of relationship here, but they might have the same cooks. They might yeah. be the same company, but for whatever reason, they branded their food truck to be Manila street eats, or I can't even remember what we called it now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. What do we call Manila it? Sorry, eats Manila street food, That's but right. the, the receipt was the place to be. So if you want to have, uh, you know, some of the, the, the CSIG nachos or the CSIG poutine, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they were at this place, at the place to be. Yeah. And this is a, there's a bath. Oh, here it is. Yeah. It's like Bathurst and, well. Bathurst and Wilson, yeah. Little Manila in Toronto. Uh, the one thing I know about this place, I've never been, but I know they actually do have a karaoke. Uh, well. They yeah, did. Look at that. They did, or they soon will have karaoke back uh, in this location. So it's, uh, one, of the, it's one of the more, more popular um, sort of Filipino restaurants in Little Manila in, in Toronto. And I could see why, because I'll just tell you, karaoke and Sisig really go get well together. Sisig is a bar food. It's something that yeah. you have with a beer. And I can't think of any other place that you can get Sisig and, and sing karaoke than this place. I haven't yeah. been there to do that, but maybe we should go there one of these days once we're allowed to sing, Jeff. So um, that's that's the food that we have. Why don't we do our ratings now, Jeff? Um, why don't we rate, I'm gonna rate the Doritos or the nachos. Okay. Now it's one of those things that I wanted to like and I was prepared to give it a 9.5, maybe a 10 out of 10. But since it was so chewy, I'm gonna have to lower it down even below an eight. It's probably gonna be a seven, even though I really liked it. It would be an 8.5, maybe a nine if that CSIG was crispy. Yeah. What about you, Jeff? I, I agree. Yeah, I agree with, I agree with your score. Uh, only yeah. because it was microwave, so it was a bit more chewier than we would like. Yeah, and and we do want to clarify that it was only the C Sig that was microwaved, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like yes. they they assembled that, then they stuck the whole thing in. No, no, no. They 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 heated up the C Sig, then they assembled everything else. So correct, because then every, then everything would be soggy with all the sauce. That would be weird. oh yeah. So yeah, how about the chicken skin, Jeff? Chicken skin, uh, I give it a seven because it was pre-made, like it was pre-packaged. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was still crispy, still good. Um, you know, I, I wish they would have maybe just heated up somehow as well, make it nice and, uh, and hot that way. Or um, if it was just fried fresh. I mean, I know that's yeah. not the easiest thing to do, but if that was fried fresh, I, I have a feeling that we'd probably be given those nines or 9.5s because yeah. it's just hard to screw that up. You exactly know? right. Yeah. And then... Um, what was it? Ta- uh, takiyaki. takiyaki. I, I, unfortunately, I give it a five only because it was a frozen item and that they microwaved it. Um, again, if they would have had a deep fat fryer and we heated it up that way, then that wouldn't change my score. But unfortunately, just a five on this. Right. And you know what? This is a Filipino food truck. Or actually, it wasn't even a truck, really, because it's more of a food yeah. stand. And we want to give these high marks. It's just, a, you know, it's, it's a, our hands are tied. And I'm not saying that we won't go back because if no. they offer the poutine, I just might go back and get it. Yeah. But, you know, we got we want to make sure that we're not just hyping it up because we want to like it. We want to give you the truth and, uh, you know, what we really, really think. That's it. And so we did have a good, uh, good day, you know, good food there. And we're happy oh, yeah. that we went. Next, whoops, that's not next. Here's next is Mr. Dim Sum. Yeah, that's right. Look at that. Yeah. 
Yeah, good branding on Mr. Dim Sum. You know, I, I, I like uh, I liked his concept right away. Um, so hence the name Mr. Dim Sum. Um, I think is the menu next picture there, Ken? Uh, Let me just check. Is this the menu? Nope, that's another plate. We don't have a menu. Okay. So the one <laughs> thing have... that attracted myself to Mr. Dim Sum was they had spam fries. You mm -hmm. heard us right, spam fries. Oh, there they are. Here they are. Uh, now, this was more full. I think we've eaten some. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because it doesn't look the like that. This is yeah. more full. These were good. Are these, these panko, good. Jeff? That's panko? Yep. So it's a very, what's funny, I, I was actually on my Facebook memories and someone sent me, uh, I think Spam, the actual product had a recipe list of various items to make and Spam fries were one of them. And so basically you take Spam from the can, you slice it into, um, sticks. into the sticks right there. And then you, I think you do an egg wash and then coat panko. it with the panko and deep fried fry it. And that's your Spam fries. and. This one here, they had little green onions, and I think they made their own mayonnaise, or they they uh, they, they judged the mayonnaise a bit, just to give it a bit more either heat or sweetness to it. This was very well executed because, you know, when fries kind of had that snap and that crispness to it. Yes. The spam had the spam fries had that. I think they were just thin enough that they were able mm -hmm. to pull that off, and the coating was just thick enough that you had that snap to it. I highly recommend these spam fries. Then again, if you don't like spam, I wouldn't recommend them to you no. at all. But right. uh, I was pleasantly, I was really pleasantly surprised with how good these were. And I remember those on your Facebook memories. I don't know if they came up under my memories or if you reposted it, because that was probably within the last week that yeah, I saw was. that. Yeah, Did you repost that. that, Jeff? Or maybe we just both I saw didn't. the memories. I didn't. I just remember okay. seeing it. Oh, yeah, spam fries. You know, yeah. that's how you make it. And then I remember Mr. Dim Sum. Absolutely. So yeah, that's Mr. Dim Sum. Here's yeah. their um, here's their Instagram page, and every oh, that's their spam fries there. So um, mm -hmm. you know, a more complete portion there. Oh wow, there's a video happening here. I just yeah, poked see, on that. Yeah. They have a simple like home version deep fat fryer, um, and that's something that uh, Manila Eats. Could they could use into. that. Yeah, and yeah. I because Manila Eats, I believe, I don't know if this is for sure, but they're their booth is bigger than Mr. Dim Sum, oh, yeah. so I, I believe that they actually have the room to do something like that. See, look at that. That's like that's like the like popcorn chicken, so chicken skin like like it had been used or takoyaki. So they're using like I think I think they have either two or three of these deep fat fryers. You know what? This this is actually it it it's it seems small, but it's, it makes a big difference by the way things taste there. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a spam fries coming right out there. there. Yeah. Look how crispy they are. That's a more full portion than the one that we showed you. But look at that. So, so nice. Uh, you know, they're different. They're a different type of a stand, you yeah. know, because it seems that most of the things that they offer, like, do, like, because it's Mr. Dim Sum, do they offer anything steamed or is it all deep fried, Jeff? Uh, I think it's all deep fried, actually, because yeah. I remember Dylan got their uh, sort of dumplings and it was deep fried dumplings. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was looking for a menu on, on their pay on the Instagram page. I couldn't find an exact menu. So maybe they rotate the menu often, but they make sure spam fries and dumplings is one of their, uh, is one of their staple items they have there. So this is a typical example of do something, um, well, do mm -hmm. one thing and do it well. And Mr. Dim Sum, you know, just according to the name, they could have had some steam stuff and people would have bought it. Yeah. Right. But then they would have to split their resources between steaming and frying and so they decided seems like they just said you know what let's just fry everything and fry it really well yeah, and they it. do a really good job and here's dylan's 
dumplings that he got. Yeah. And I don't even know what was in them. They tasted really, really good. They Either did. a pork I, or I a chicken. Remember, I, I think, yeah, chicken and beef and pork probably. So there's two, four, yeah, six, yeah there's six dumplings. So he probably had two of each. Yeah. Um, and you really can't tell which is which because usually in dumplings, the, the way they fold them will indicate what the meat is inside. Maybe. Yeah, like squares, triangles, and circles, right? Yeah. And they're usually like the circles might be pork, the squares might be beef, or the triangles are chicken. But, uh, you know, I guess it's just a mix and mash, I guess, yeah, the way it exactly was right. this way. But they tasted great, you know? They all tasted good. Yeah. And so... Is there a sauce on this? Like, a company, I'm trying to remember if there was a sauce to it, or were we just no, dry? I think we just had those dry. You know, here's yeah. a picture of everything together. See, there's a little bit fuller there, yes. the... The spam fries, but everything, man, this is all fried stuff here. Yeah, it it's is. pretty, pretty good. Uh, but yeah, so let's give these a rating. So we're going to rate the Dylan's dumplings and the spam fries. I'm going to give those spam fries, as much as I'd like to give it a nine and above, I'm going to give it an 8.5. The yeah. panko was good. The panko was just thick enough to give that snap and everything tasted good inside. It wasn't too greasy. No. And I'm going to give the dumplings... Wait, what did I get? I give these an 8.5. I can give them then I can give the dumplings a nine because I did like the dumplings more than the spam fries. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Mine's reverse. I like the spam yeah. fries. I'm going to those nine and dumplings 8.5. Yeah. yeah. What's kind of nice, though, is this added green onion really adds to the flavor. I think because everything was hot and you put that green onion on right at the end and just heats it up yeah. really adds. Not so much to the texture. I mean, a little bit of texture, but to the flavor, it really helps out. I really, yeah. really enjoyed that. And plus, yeah. it was our vegetable that night. So, you know, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was our vegetable. And then uh, next up, Dylan wanted to try this place called the Original Mac Pie. Yes. And so this is their Instagram page, and they don't have much on their no. Instagram page. They actually just started both their social media, Facebook and, and Instagram, like maybe two weeks ago. Oh, uh, that'll do. We it. actually went a while ago, and I was trying to find some social media on them. They they only had, I think their website was one of those ones where still in progress. And then all of a sudden, this popped up, and okay, so I guess they found someone, or they're able to get uh, on track with their social media. Yeah, absolutely. And so the original of the Mac Pie as Fusion Comfort Street Food. Can you explain what they're doing here, Jeff? So basically, what it is. So, and I did some research on basically on, on this. So it's a southern dish. And it is basically baked macaroni and cheese. It's considered a Southern comfort dish. So they, what they would do, they would make a lot of macaroni and cheese, I mean, me on the, on the Sunday. And because, you know, the way it is, it's all soft. It's not the best to reheat. So they actually bake it off. So it becomes nice, a nice block or whatever shape they put in. They could put it in the fridge and then just cut pieces off when they wanted to for the rest, like midweek maybe. Yeah. Um, but this gentleman here, he actually, did a fusion, he would make the macaroni and cheese and instead of making it in a, in a square pie or a round pie, he would do the roundness, but he would flatten out a bit and make it into a pizza. Absolutely. So it's basically a macaroni and cheese pizza with different toppings. Yeah. So here's, here's what it looks like. This is Dylan's. Yep. He decided to get the pepperoni, basic pepperoni. I mean, how cool is that? If you like pizza or if you like mac and cheese or both, that's not a bad little combination no. there. I think it's an awesome idea. And they have all these different flavors, as you yeah. can see. Um, oh, there's a panini. Yeah. What is that? Mac pie panini. Oh, wow. Mac yeah. Plain Jane, the vegetarian, Al Capone. So with meat and uh, everything like that. Yeah. And what's Dylan funny got is, number uh, four. I think he got uh, the pepperoni. Just yeah. a lot of pepperoni. It's called a little yeah. pep. So actually, yeah. can you go back to the picture of the pizza? 
Um, so when he mentioned that he got the pepperoni pizza, and I, I said to him, you know, that's all the that's that's not a lot of pepperoni. There's actually pepperoni inside the pizza. So I don't know if it's done for all the pizzas, but he actually put spread pepper. Like I, I guess he took macaroni and cheese, put pepperoni inside, flattened it out, baked it off with pepperoni on, on top. Yeah, so it's not just not on top. This this pepperoni is all throughout the mac and cheese, throughout basically throughout the whole pie. Yeah, pretty pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it was also a long wait, um, I guess, because he was, he was doing each one individually. So, and if there was pepperoni inside, I, I, and I'm guessing you really can't do it for all the pizzas, especially like a vegetarian pizza. Good point. So I guess I'm, I'm thinking he was trying to do it everything like to order. So it was a, a long a, wait though. Yeah, he had the pot of mac, of mac and cheese, just regular mac and cheese, and therefore he would make every pizza separate. So it was a very very long wait. Um, it was good product though. So even though it's baked, it was still moist in the middle. Um, and like I, when, when I have baked macaroni and cheese, I don't mind like the edges. Like that's one of my favorite mm. parts. But I do like also like the the the, the chewy and the and the still moist in the middle. And this had enough moisture inside that I, I was I was personally surprised about that. Well, you can certainly tell by the picture that they had the edges. Like yeah. you could see the like all across the top. There's these burnt edges, or there's burnt bits here and there, which is which is pretty nice. I I just love the concept. I do want to stress when we say it was a long wait, it wasn't a ten minute wait or a twenty minute no. wait. It was longer than twenty minutes. I oh, think yeah. it might have been half hour. Like it was. I think it was half hour. Luckily, we had other food. We were sitting at a table and we're like wondering, well, when's this mac and you know, when's yeah. this mac pie ready? You know, so right. just wondering about that. I'm gonna pull up another picture here. This kind of oh, yeah. like when it was cut up a little bit. Can't yeah. really tell that the. Maybe here you could see that there's yeah, some there's some pepperoni, there. pepperoni inside, but that's kind of you know how it looked there. Uh, I want you to give this a rating, Jeff. I, I I'll give this one a nine. Um, wow! Only because it was a good pizza. It was a good macaroni. Like macaroni cheese is good, tastes good. The concept is really good. Um, I give it nine point five, but the wait was just too long. You know, okay. it's one of those things. This is one of those things that when I saw it, wanted to like it, wanted to love it. When I tried it, I was actually kind of disappointed. Okay. I'm giving this a 6.5. I felt like the pepperoni, like in this picture, the pepperoni doesn't like it in this one here. It looks like it's more crispy, right? But yeah. in reality, that pepperoni just wasn't crispy. Like it, it's almost like it was like, like it was soft okay. and I just like it crispier. Like yeah. kind of like when you have it on that pizza when it curls up a little bit and i don't know why because they did bake it i don't know why it didn't crisp up the way i expected it to with that being said even though i only gave it a 6.5 i would try it again because yeah. you know they have these other flavors here yeah. that that i would be open to trying you know yeah flaming cheeto dorito mac bomb uh, yeah. da, 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 da. the bomb uh, is bacon onion mushroom and mozzarella yeah. i mean that sounds pretty cool that does you sound know? good yeah so even though i gave that a lower score i would still try this place because it's a place that i want to like dylan also got a drink i can't yeah. remember what it was cool thing about this drink is that it came with a mason jar that's right yeah it's cool too so there's a little bit of mint on it um they actually had like little pots of of uh of fresh herbs by the cashier and i guess when she made the drink she was able to put some of the fresh herbs inside you can see oh yeah, yeah here they right are there. And I was you wondering what? when I saw I didn't I was, I was notice that. That yeah. is pretty cool. So I was waiting with Dylan. I saw the herbs. I was like, oh, look at that. The fresh herbs are there. And I'm just curious to know if there was basil or some thyme. Yeah, there's basil there, I think. The last pot could be basil. A nice big leaf 
of basil there. Look I don't see that. any rosemary or thyme. I do see a lot of mint. Um, yeah, they probably use a lot of the mint for the drinks, right? And the, and the basil for the pizzas. So. Yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, at least they, they know their stuff food-wise. They have some fresh herbs there um, waiting to go. But yeah, they deserve a lot of kudos for having fresh herbs there. I mean, yeah. honest, that's that's something I didn't notice, and I wish I did. They that is pretty cool. I'm pretty impressed with that. Yeah, yeah, not too bad, not yeah. too bad at all. So, the Santos brothers, we disagree on uh, yeah, hey, on, okay. on that, and it, it totally is totally is okay that we disagree. Where'd we go, Mark? And actually, you and yeah. Diana went to that's El Bosco. Right. El Bosco is. Uh, well, they call it authentic Latin food. Mm -hmm. It's uh, so yeah. yeah, basically tacos, burritos, um, and then um, as you can see, the different the taco chews that they have, uh, chicken tinga. That's the sort of like, I, we talked about the, ta the chicken tinga before when Ken got tacos, uh, a different place. But I guess that's yeah. just the name of uh, the chicken tacos. Yeah, the chicken tinga. We're gonna talk about. Uh, I'll remember it because that was Toronto's best taco or Toronto's best burrito. I remember getting that chicken tingo burrito. Super awesome. I just can't remember where it was now. Mm -hmm. Shame on me since I don't even remember because they deserve to, they deserve some recognition. I'll be looking that up as we talk okay. here. And so now is this your first time at El Bosco? Cause something tells me you've been there before. I'm pretty, it, to me, it might've been our second time, but, um, actually, unfortunately, this is, we went back to this place only by choice. Cause one of the trucks we wanted to go to, the lineup was very long and it was moving slow. Um, and they were serving tacos as well. But then, you know, we said this is way too long. So we decided just to just go to El Bosco. And, and honestly, we, were, we weren't disappointed. So the food there, and Mark got it first. And then we, we, we finally said, okay, we'll just get some, something from, some tacos from El Bosco as well. Um, and it was pretty good. You know, I, I wouldn't uh, doubt it again. All right, so going back to that chicken tinga, that was episode, uh, sorry, season two, episode 15. So that was this year, Scarborough's Top Burrito. And it's a place called Mexi Taco, Mexi Taco. Uh, there we yeah. go. I did like that. Did love that place there. All right. And so actually, well, actually, I might as well just throw it up there. This is, oh, the, there is. This is the episode there. We'll put, uh, we'll, we'll make sure to reference that into the show notes. Absolutely. And so here is their Instagram. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh yeah, they they can see they're showing their representation yep. at Scarbo Night Market or Eats Night Market on the Scarbo Town Center there. Yep. And oh, here's kind of what they're all they're offering. Yeah, oh, I guess they, they're also at the Vaughn location as well. Looks like. Oh, good. So oh yeah, the Hillcrest. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Pretty pretty neat. And so let's pull up some of their pictures. Where is the pictures? Um. This looks like Mark got this because I remember he got three tacos. Unless yeah. you guys, no, yeah, that's right. He got the three tacos. He offered me some, but I was so full, so I can't <laughs> even. I, I could say, you know what? They look good. They do. Yeah, they look pretty good. Now, I wonder if they're fish because it's deep fried. Like, yeah, from, from what I'm seeing, I think he he got three fish tacos. Yeah, because they wouldn't be deep fried if it was chicken or the beef or the Correct, pork. Yeah. Right? They would look different. So, yeah. with the pickled you, cabbage on top. Nice. Um, yeah, and th th these are corn tortillas. So that's one of the reasons why we went there for Diana. Um, uh, but yeah, you can see Mark. too that uh, Mark got churros from them as well. Mm -hmm. I did try one of those churros. They were pretty good. Yep. Pretty good with the sauce, the little strawberry sauce. Actually, there was churros all over the place. It seemed like over there. Yeah, I think yeah. two other locations had churros. 
Yeah. And then you guys got the poutine, right? Yes. So we yeah. got their version of poutine, uh, poutine, I should say. Uh, the, I think it's the pulled pork uh, wow. poutine with, um, with... It looks chicken. very moist. It does. And the, the, for some reason, these cheese curds, and they, they, they look, I don't think they were cheese curds. They're, they're cut too square. Uh, they weren't melting at all. So, was it warm? It was warm, but these things weren't melting. That's the weird part. It was a type of cheese, maybe. Yeah, Who maybe. Knows? Yeah, so it wasn't good cheese curds. And another thing, too, the fries weren't fresh-cut fries. So they just used frozen fries. And, uh, and it's like the, the, the pulled pork itself was delicious. Everything else was, was just okay, you know, unfortunately. I will say something about fresh-cut fries. Well, the fresh-cut fries, they are kind of like a holy grail of fries when you're at a you know, when you're eating fries out, it is a forgivable if they don't have fresh cut fries. I mean, it's always nice, it is but nice, yeah. it's almost unforgivable to serve poutine and the cheese isn't melting. That no. is, that's kind of a downsize. And even if it's, even if it's shredded cheese, like I'm fine with shredded cheese. Like, I, of course I want the cheese curds, mm -hmm. but if it's shredded cheese or even these cheese cubes, like I get that you can't, they can't always get cheese curds, but no. I think it'd be nice if it was melted. It would oh, yeah. have been a lot nicer if it was melted. So yeah. that's too bad. It's too bad we weren't able to get those. Um, I want you to score this, the the pulled pork the poutine. poutine. Itself, yeah. I, I give it maybe a seven. Again, like I said before, at least it, it was it was nice that the pulled pork was delicious itself. Um, but because the cheese wasn't melting and um, yeah, yeah, and, and, and the fries were, were frozen, that's the only reason why. Yeah, I'll just give it that. Now, was there because like, if I remember right, this there was a little bit of a wait for these too, wasn't there? there? There was a wait. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I remember that too. Um, so it was warm. It just didn't, you know, this uh, this plastic cheese. No, I shouldn't say that because they're probably an awesome food truck. But this cheese just didn't melt. So, yeah. which would have been a lot nicer. Yeah. Speaking of churros, you know, there's Dylan. We had a lot yeah. of churros that night. So we did, we did we, have we a lot of churros. Where this churro came from, but these are actually filled churros inside. Oops, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I think there was chocolate in one and caramel in the other one. Yeah, pretty so, pretty cool. Yeah, it's like way cool for the next part. Okay. Because if anyone remembers, yeah, of course, this would have been. I actually had it. I think it's there. It is. It's um, season two, episode nineteen. Toronto's best jerk chicken and and uh, brownie uh, brownie samosas uh, at the uh, because uh, I ended up getting. I was talking about this brownie samosa on uh, episode nineteen, season two, mm -hmm. and I wanted the kofi uh, faluda, and they didn't mm -hmm. have them. And I finally got to have one. I got the kesar, which is actually the saffron flavored. Yeah. Jeff had a taste of that too. Yeah. Uh, what attracted us to it is that it's a lot like the kind of bubble tea, right? Except they have glass noodles or rice right. noodles on the bottom, right? And it is kind of layered like that. Can't really tell there. Mm -hmm. But uh, what did you think of this, Jeff? The saffron tea, the drink itself was was pretty good. Mm -hmm. The the glass noodles in the inside just wasn't for me. Like if you go to a bubble tea place and they have uh, the jelly, yeah. that's much different because the jelly will actually dissolve uh, when you eat it. Almost, yeah, because it's made of tapioca. These are rice noodles that you would find that we would have in our pancit or like a chow mein. Um, and there's I almost found, a graininess to it, to tell yeah, you the truth. Yeah, it's a very weird texture uh, to have while you're drinking something. 
So yeah, I, if it would happen again, I would, I would, I wouldn't have, I would ask for the rice noodles or just no rice noodles, just the drink itself. Actually, that's a really good idea. No rice noodles. Yeah. Maybe that would be good. The other flavors they offered was the chai and the rose. I wasn't interested in trying those at all. Yeah. Uh, but the saffron, just because it's kind of different, it you is. know, I did want to give it a try. Yeah. Um, because of those glass noodles is going to bring the score down. I still liked it. It's a small portion. Um, but How much is that? Uh, well, seven bucks. It was six ninety nine up here. Right? Yeah. Kind of small, right? You go to a bubble tea place for seven bucks, you're going to oh. get something about oh, yeah. twice the size. Exactly so, right. Something to think about. Um, what would I score this at? I can't give it an eight. Could I give it a seven? I'm probably going to give it a 6.5. Oh, no, okay. seven. No, I'll give it a seven. Okay. I can give it a seven because if those glass noodles were a hit, it'd probably get an eight. So I'll All give right. it a seven. What about you? I was going to give it a six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I get it. One of those things where, yeah, it's saffron, it's unusual, but yeah, it was okay. Yeah. And then, you know, a little bit of dessert. Mm-hmm. Cheesecake in the six. Yeah. You guys got the, was it the caramel? Is that what this is? Yes, the caramel. Caramel. Wow. And you can't go wrong with cheesecake, period. And when it's on a stick, and what I like about this place, um, so even though the cheese stick itself, they're plain cheese sticks, they're already cut, they're already put in the stick, they're already frozen. So they make each one individually based yes. on what you order. Um, and they had some good chocolate. Uh, I, I saw them making it and they're using Calibo chocolate. And if you look it up on the internet, it's one of the higher priced ones along uh, up there with, um, uh, with, with, um, with lint, like professional lint. Nice. And um, another version, I was I just talking my name, and I, I know the initials, uh, but Calibo, if you look it up, it's one of the better chocolates and that's what they're using for it. But yeah, you saw you saw them with the order, so they take the stick out and there's dressing for you right there and then. And uh, so, well, hold on, but no, but they make it and then they freeze it, right? Well, they make the cheese stick, the cheesecake plain. Okay. Yeah, whether it be chocolate or whatever flavor it is, and they'd have it ready for you. So all they do was dress it. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize that because yeah. looking at it does look dressed there, mm -hmm. very nice. It is important that they actually put that stick or put the, the the cake on that stick and then freeze it ahead of time because if they did it and like if they just stuck it in there and then they dressed it it would fall off you need oh, yeah. that to be frozen that's right to be able to eat that correctly mm -hmm. and not a bad i remember having a bite of that pretty pretty tasty really did enjoy that it was uh yeah what made you guys pick that one because i it's, it's one of those things, like Dinah always likes cheesecake and she loves caramel and chocolate together. So yeah. that's one of the reasons why we, we chose this. Uh, also as well, uh, Dinah's a bit gluten intolerant. So, you know, we, she, she couldn't have much more gluten. Like, and there was only churros and I think ices and something else mm. that she wasn't a big fan of, but she likes cheesecake. I did have some cheesecake on a stick at the ice cream festival. I, th I think yeah, it was, I that. yeah. It wasn't a cheesecake in the six. It was a different. Uh, it was a different food truck. I ended up having okay. a pretzel one. When I had that one, it it actually felt like that thing was made ahead of time. Like everything okay. was made ahead of time. It was like they just pulled it out of the freezer, like you would a drumstick. Okay. And so I really enjoyed it. This is one of those things, though. If you have a look at it, this is a dessert for two or three. Oh yeah. Because it's super super rich. Yeah, we shared you know? it with everybody. Like yeah. everyone at, at least had one bite of it. And yeah, it's good. Reason why I keep going back to this is I'm thinking, well, what flavor would I get next time? Because the yeah. caramel was good. I know there's I was... one with popcorn on it. Caramel popcorn. Ah, maybe she's blocking it off there. Yeah. I can't really see it. 
I'd probably try the popcorn s'mores because you, those of you oh. that listen to the podcast, you know that we love roasted yeah. marshmallows. So the s'mores probably want to try that. Probably want to try the Canadian maple. Probably yeah. want to try the Reese's Pieces. No, you know? the caramel, the caramel pretzel. Oh, the caramel. Oh, yeah, caramel pecan, that Sorry, let's still still try that one as well. Yeah. So this is one of those places that you can just kind of keep going back. And have something familiar, but just a little bit different. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of fun. And so you might go back to the night market or just to street eats and say, you know what? I have a burger this time, but I'm still going to have a cheesecake. And the next time you might go and get some poutine and then afterwards get a cheesecake. You know, so it's kind of fun. It's one of those places that it's always going to be there for dessert. And, you know, if you had something that you had, uh, if you like something you had in the past, you can get it again or just get something new because they have two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14 different flavors of That's cheesecake, it. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what do you want to rate this one, Jeff? I, I give it a nine. Yeah. Nine's good. Yeah. Like I said, it's good quality chocolate. Uh, and they, they made it fresh. They, they topped it fresh there. So yeah. at least the, the, the touch of the detail was there for you. Yeah. So basically that was, you know, our experience with the night market we took this picture obviously before it got too dark but we yeah. stayed quite a while actually we sitting did. at the table yeah. and actually actually here's the picture at the table you can see it's a little bit darker mm-hmm. right and then now that we're sitting down we got our masks off because we were eating yeah. and so it was a, it was a lot of fun it would was. you do this again jeff i would it actually reminds oh. me of the c and e days you know the food building you know, there'd be like a bunch of us and we get food and one of us would have to be charged of getting a table. It's one of those things where you're like, yeah, it's like reminds of the CNE days. And I hope that CNE is back next year. You know, you make a really, really good point because that is something when we go to the CNE, like, like going to the food building, when me and Jeff go to that food building, that is an event. Like we already have a handful of things that we want to try five, six different things. But one of the first things we get is a table. Yeah. And then someone stays at that table and then we just start getting food and kind of bringing it back to the base. And yeah. it's kind of what we did here. We got a table yeah. and then um, started getting the food, which was pretty cool. And it, I did have that. Uh, I didn't have it at that time, that nostalgia, that CNE nostalgia. But now that you mentioned it, I could see why you'd think that. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. I would certainly do this again. It was a oh, good yeah. day for it. It wasn't it was. too hot. No. Um, especially when the sun went down just a little bit. It was nice and cool. So now night street eats uh or night eats what is it called it's uh, night, night market. market yeah i always get them screwed up so they end september oh. 5th so yeah so yeah. in two weeks yeah yeah it's two... the 23rd today so yeah but, this this will probably get yeah. posted on the 26th yeah so yeah but basically two weeks and then it's over yeah but but street eats itself apparently is is that year long or is it just uh... yeah that, that's going to be all the time yeah as far as i know i mean maybe that might yeah because they were they were open they were even open between christmas and new year's last year right so okay. um that was at the the hillcrest location yeah they, that's they right were. so i i wouldn't be surprised if they were open all the way through um at least street eats so just not into the night no. so you know until eight uh in richmond hill and hillcrest or until seven at scarborough town and then we haven't been to the vaughn yet but until nope. eight o'clock there uh yeah. love this place they've man man we've eaten a lot of food between the night market between the his Crest small scarborough town we've had a lot of meals there a lot oh, of yeah. very very good meals yeah. there and, Something... and different meals that's the important thing like when we when we go to these events like night markets you know we do have our go-to's but we always try to hit somewhere new 
because you yeah. know experience new food yeah and so i'm going to pull up a picture here that is indicative of something that was just posted on our youtube channel right jeff oh look at that yeah so some of you may have seen either some marketing on social media i don't think it's actually on tv are these on tv jeff you know to be honest i don't think so i've only seen it on facebook or social media you're right yeah and so those of you that aren't list are that aren't seeing the actual picture because you're listening to on the podcast um we there's a picture of me and jeff and jeff is holding up a package of kd or craft dinner along with the cotton candy flavor boost and if you don't know um basically kd or, or craft has come out with these different flavor boosts uh, from cotton candy to jalapeno to poutine to butter chicken, ghost pepper. Am I missing any? Buffalo, maybe? I think Buffalo that's wing. It. That's Buffalo it. wing, yeah. And so we ended up trying the cotton candy. Of course we tried the cotton candy because yeah. that's the weirdest one. Like, why would we try any other ones? Like, really, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so we're not going to mention on this podcast because we want you to see the video. Yeah. But we at least want to tell you we've tried. We finally tried the cotton candy yeah. uh, flavor boost for craft dinner. We're going to leave a link in the description of this video or in the show notes so you can see it. Super short video, super fun video. Yeah. But this uh, the with the flavor boost, it turns the craft dinner into a Pepto Bismol pink. <laughs> right, Jeff? It does. Yeah. So yeah. watch the video. You'll see the craft dinner turn turn from your usual orange to nice and pink. Absolutely. So it was just um it was a great week of eating food, the night market. There's a we have a lot of content. I know that we didn't post last week, but we have a lot of content, a lot of restaurants and a lot of places, a lot of meals that we do want to review and talk about for you. But we can't do it the, can't all do it all in one episode. No. So we can't wait to do more. Isn't that right, Jeff? That is right. Uh, and again, we are your favorite Filipino foodies. And then remember this quote from Julia Child, people who love to eat are always the best people. Yeah. And that, of course, includes my brother, Chef Jeff Santos. And I'm his brother, Kenny Santos. And you as well, if you love to eat, food worth mentioning. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Santos Brothers Eat. Food worth mentioning.